This is the Daily Dispatch podcast with your business correspondent, Ted Keenan. Today, Dispatch Live is talking to one of the most influential men in East London by the mere fact that you probably put food on the table directly and indirectly for over 100,000 people. It's, it is magnificent. Can you tell us who you are, please? So, thank you for the opportunity. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you for the question, which is quite easy for me. Uh, Andreas Brandt, um, I'm, uh, as you can hear, I'm German, but I'm the second time here in South Africa. And now I am the person leading MBSA, um, and I'm very, very uh, proud of having that opportunity. Andreas, I was lucky enough to attend the launch of your new spectacular machine, which we will discuss just now. But you were saying at the time that your contract here will probably be around three years yes. and that you will be measured on one thing yes. and, and more importantly than anything else and that's sustainability. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about that please? Yeah, the, the element of sustainability, you can, if you cut that word into two pieces, is sustain and ability and the ability to sustain. So I think there is always the desire to, to, to have that very clear and, and that's what I, what I what, want to measure myself against. Did I contribute to, to the sustainability of Mercedes-Benz here in East London, in the region and in the country? You also said that the sustainability aspect is far broader than just the word. It goes right down into the rural areas where perhaps some of your people come from. Definitely. I, I, and I thank you for those uh, those introduction words, I do see the responsibility of this role that is attached and I do see the responsibility for East London, for the plant, for my people in the plant, but even beyond that. And uh, by saying so, it is the social element of sustainability, it's the environmental element of sustainability and also to, to have a right, right governance model in place that we maintain that role together. That's very important for me. Last night when we were having dinner after yes. the magnificent event, you mentioned a three-word almost equation. Yeah, the, when things are complex, the best thing is to make it simple. And my simple model is we need performance products which we embrace the last 24 hours with you which was the AMG, and it goes beyond the, it's the hybrid, it's everything that we call performance product. The other, other element is a performance plant, and we can also embrace that a little bit deeper, what I mean with that, and the overarching element is sustainability. So it is actually a combination of three basic elements, product, process, and sustainability. That's my guiding principle here. It's uh, for me always staggering when I come to the plant to think back to the times where this was a woolshed and you see it today and you chaps have won awards over the last yes. seven years. I would think a lot of it around the, the C-Class yes. as one of the top manufacturers yes. in the world. Yes. What's the secret? The secret is, is not really a secret to be honest. It's, it's rather the passion of the people and the commitment that we throw into what we do in daily life. So it is not about me doing an excellent job, it's not about individuals doing, but the whole group does, including our suppliers and including our community. So what is the secret? It's the passion that is within this community here. And that makes 
award-winning products and award-winning plants? Well, you've certainly got a, a training setup that is, is conducive to excellent. It's been going 40 years. Correct. And you can have the pick of the crop that comes out of the training center, but you are also training for East London. Yes. The, the beauty in the MBLA, which we are seeing the anniversary, I think next week, if I'm not mistaken, um, is purely that. It's, it's about education. So you need to contribute with education to the growth um, of our people and our communities. So education is very relevant for us, uh, but not only for us as a plant, also for our suppliers and also for uh, line builders. By the way, we, we are actually certified to qualify for companies which are sitting in Germany because we have the quality in our education and MBLA to provide that service. So we are very, very proud on that. It's very interesting for me that so many of the top managers have come from Germany. And then we have Arno van der Merwe, yes, who trained here. There's a Died in the wool South African and now he's he's buzzing in China. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I used to work with Arno in when I was here from 2006 to 2008. I I really appreciate his management style. Um, and uh, I highly appreciate his 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 time here in, in East London and the contribution he did. Um, by saying that now it's our time. It's now this first line team which is here. And um, we are really embracing the topic of what do we want to leave behind as a legacy once we are gone. So I do appreciate Arno's uh, uh, successes, but I would like to sh shape the success for the upcoming years together with my team here. They often say that the spirit of a company is a direct reflection of the man in charge. Mm -hmm. I've been involved with Mercedes since mm -hmm. 1981 and oh. there is certainly a lot more smiles. Mm -hmm. There's not very strict people walking around, mm -hmm. but you still produce beautifully. Yes. Is that an accurate description of what you are achieving here? I think that the management and leadership style has changed. I'm now 25 years in the company. I can say with my, where I'm coming from, this, the management style has changed. So. Also the leadership, which is basically two different things, leadership and management, we can elaborate on that later on. But I do agree with you that the, the, the speed has increased so much that we have to be approachable, but we have to be on top of our game, regardless if we wear a tie or not. So we need to be close to our people, even more relevant than it used to be, and we need to eliminate boundaries by not being approachable. By saying that, on the same time, we also need to do our job by being leaders, which makes the whole thing complex for a leader. The tough side of your organization is shown with your relationship with BCM. Yes. While you go out of your way to accommodate BCM and the harbors, there's no softness there. Mm -hmm. There's a, 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 a service that they must deliver and they are not delivering. How is this impacting on the organization? And perhaps I must, I must break that into two. Mm -hmm. BCM on the one side, the harbor on the other. Maybe we can start with the harbor. The harbor is our lifeline. 
So we are getting material in and we're getting our beautiful cars out. So without the harbor, we suffer. So by saying so, we have, have an intrinsic motivation to make that a success. By saying so, all parties need to contribute to that. So we have a responsibility, but also others. So that's what we need to really be on top of. Being on top of our infrastructure in the harbor, be on top of the development of the harbor. Because we have that as a, one of our lifelines. You were listening to the progress with the strike at Transnet. Yes. Um, I see it's now materialized and apparently it could get nasty. How does that impact on you? Due to the or you being Mercedes. Yeah, due to the very um, stressed supply chains that we globally have, each and every interruption in that system harm us. So regardless if it's a vessel in the US or a harbor here, it will have an intermittent effect. So it can be have a global impact or local. And yes, we do see a threat uh, because of that uh, strike and we need to get on top of it fast. As a company, you in the early days were doing everything yourself and now you've got your yes. just in sequence plan. Yes. You have some wonderful partners, I suppose is the right word for them. Mm -hmm. How do they make your job easier or perhaps tougher? It's, it's, a, it's an ecosystem. It, it's, we are highly dependent on the performance of ourselves and from our suppliers. So when they suffer, we suffer and we are not performing, they have a hard time to perform. So that is a microcosmos that needs to work together. Or in other picture, like a gearbox. If one of the gears in the gearbox has a problem, the whole system is not working. So that's how tight we are. So that's why I'm also trying to be uh, approachable for our suppliers, but are also how we are also holding each other accountable. That's very important to be clear what the expectation to one another is. For our visitors, perhaps you could just broaden just in sequence as opposed to the old just in time, or are we talking about yes. the same thing? No, no, we are talking about the same thing. The, the gist is actually that the variant of the product on the line is directly met in sequence by the parts supplied by the supplier. So in other words, if I get a, a blue, a red and a green seat, it comes in sequence. Or if I get a blue, red or green cockpit, it also comes in sequence straight away from the supplier. And no gaps. No gaps at all. Yeah. The automotive industry in South Africa has done incredibly well. Is the thought that government is, is really looking after the industry correct or would you like to see a bit more? See, the there is always potential for improvement and I would not start with a deficit. I would start with the appreciation of the benefit that we are getting. I think the key is that we are in an open dialogue to discuss those topics which are probably with potential, but we should do that between the relevant parties in one room and not in public. So I do appreciate the support that I'm getting, but I also see potential for improvement. There was a lot of discussions over the event yesterday regarding the 
future of electric vehicles yes. and you had some strong views on that. <laughs> Would you, would you care to share them, or is that a bit of a no, tough no, no. question? It, 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 I think it's part of this interview to ask the tough questions. First of all, we are already electric. We have the hybrid as the first OEM in this country, and we have done that since 2016. So we know what we are doing, first message. The second message is, Yes, we need to embrace battery electric vehicles for the future of global mobility, undoubted. But nobody knows in which speed and in which magnitude it's going to unfold. So, yes, we do prepare for that and we are part of decision-making processes. Um, but we also need the markets to react because, you know, we are also having a large quantity of export. So this is not a, a South African local market question that we need to answer. We need to answer a global question. First, second remark. The third one is, why are we not making a decision? It's very simple. We don't have to. We have a life cycle of the 206, which has just started. And we have a backwards planning on products to come backwards. It's called the Mercedes-Benz development system. So. There is a structured process in the company to write the, ask the right question in the right moment. So this moment is not now, but, and that's the last element, we are part of those decision-making processes. And that's for me very important. We are not left behind, we are right in the middle of it. Would you classify the C-Class from all its, its variants as one of Mercedes's greatest success stories? I start with the product potential. The C-Class has the gene from the S-Class. So this is an edge-cutting product. And you saw the performance aspect of it. We can also later on have a look at the hybrid, which is also our electric uh, element of, 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 of this product range, I must say. I feel the C-Class having a big potential. It must materialize with a customer demand. And that's where I'm really, uh, I'm really pushing for, for, for volume. And um, we also see the resonance from, uh, from the markets. So we do have a good feeling on the C-Class. You were saying again last night that your plant here is world-class. It is. And that you could really make things happen here in the future. Yes. Why only three years? Three years on what? That you're going to be here. <laughs> the, the, beauty, the beauty of this company is once you come to a certain decision point, they sometimes ask you to stay longer. But let's cross the bridge when we come to it. One of the bridges that the whole industry never crossed was the microchip problem. Is it still ongoing? Do you think there's light at the end of the tunnel here? If we look globally, we see still that being a challenge uh, not to the severity that we used to see last year so we see um, improvement um, I cannot elaborate too much on the on the countermeasures that we are pulling but we see that these countermeasures are getting us into a better position so the impact for this factory on semiconductors has reduced significantly compared to last year is it correct to say that the microchip industry might have held the motor and in fact the rest of the world to ransom? And if that's true, 
the motor industry is, is such a powerful player in the world, why aren't they doing their own microchips? This is a very wide question. So, um, first of all, the, the semiconductor, if you look at that from a technical point of view, you will see the generations within what we call semiconductor has a wide variety, wavelength, um, performance. So, the, the semiconductor is not a semiconductor. So, the automotive industry as a consumer compared to other consumers like the consumer industry is quite small. So two elements, one is the technical setup of a semiconductor and the other one is the consumption. And if you put both into perspective, automotive is relevant but not as relevant as for instance the entertainment industry or elements like that. Or the devices that we call cell phones, which are actually not cell phones anymore, they can communicate with the whole planet. And um, you see that being a very driving factor on the semiconductor design. When we sit here in three years or ten years or however long you decide to stay, where do you think this industry is going? I'm sure that it will sustain. Um, the size is something that we need to observe. Uh, and I don't want to scare anybody, but I think globally growth is an element that we really have to understand that. I think we are coming out of a de decade of growth and I think we are approaching a period of an unknown duration where growth is probably not occurring to the same that we used to have. So we have to make be aware that sustaining the level we have is quite a, a tough target. Over the, the years, the company has obviously built up such an incredible reputation for quality. Yes. Surely that's a bit of a buffer for you chaps. There will always be rich people yes. and there will always be rich people that want to drive Mercedes-Benz. We truly believe and all the data we have supports that. So you are absolutely right. We do have a very solid customer base on one hand and we have the right product for portfolio on the other hand. So I'm very, very um, relaxed on that end. Thank you so much for your accessibility and for giving Dispatch Live time. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you.